You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, friend. What you want to go about tonight? Uh, should we get you to call me? Because a lot of people have a hard time saying my name, Queen C. Alo. You can call me Vibe Queen or Empress. What you prefer? Queen C. Alo is not hard. Or is it C. Alo? Like, I got a. Queen C. Alo, you said it perfectly. Some people like C. Lo. I'm cracking up. <laughs> C. Lo, what is it? C. Lo? No. Queen C. Alo. Got you. Like, you Spanish? Yeah, it means goddess. Oh, not in Spanish. And yeah, it's in Spanish. It, it means goddess, but it's funny how the name was given to me because they were trying to figure out a name to give me the group that I was in back in New Orleans. Mm. They wanted to give me something distinctive because they always made fun of like you don't look like you from here. <laughs> but they wanted to give me something meaningful that will fit me. I think that's cute. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Queen Sierra, put your right hand up and your left hand on your word, whatever you decide your word is. All right, there. Word. Hold it hold it just like that. Do you solemnly agree we have information to post it across all of our social media platforms? I do. Is there anything, any, anything that's offering that you don't want us to ask you about? Childhood. Your childhood? Yeah. Okay, that's kind of where we start at. But if we do ask you something that's off limits, you can say no, or I want to pass, I want to move on. Okay. Okay, literally, it's no pressure on your host, Bank and Bug. It's your girl, Just K for real. And we got a special guest. She already introduced herself. So uh, tell us where you're originally from. Everywhere. I don't have a, <laughs> a set home because I'm everywhere. Uh, I just li literally just moved here five months ago from New Orleans. So it's been a blessing since I've been here. I love Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Do you like it better than New Orleans? I love New Orleans, don't get me wrong, but when it comes to building your fan base, building who you are, Atlanta is the place to be. Atlanta is the place to be. I mean, it's been some hiccups here and there, but I love it. Okay, let's talk about the hiccups. What's, what's the hiccups? You know, you got scammers, you got hustlers yeah. out there that be trying to get you. I ain't gonna lie. I, I got scammed one time, but it was okay, though. Bye. It was a learning lesson. It was a learning lesson. It just, it, it, it came across um, as a learning lesson for me, realizing that, you know, you're away from home now. Now it's time to put on these big girls' jaws and understand that, you know, everybody ain't for you. You what know what I'm saying? Making it. Uh, just me, just really just trying to get out of here and really just start off, you know, having a place to stay, you know, being situated with that. And that kind of, it was just a big misunderstanding with that being said. With a guy? No, it was with a girl. I thought I was be, I thought I was gonna be able to have like a solid place to stay, but it wound up being somebody else's home. So, oh, somebody scammed you and said you had a house, basically, or like a crib. Yeah, <laughs> but unfortunately not. But other than that, honestly, I'm not even upset about the situation because God don't make no mistakes. Mm -hmm. It had to happen because it allowed me to run into a lot of beautiful people. And I just accept the process of anything. I don't look at any bad situation as a bad situation. I look at it as a not only a learning experience, 
but growth and a better opportunity from it and a window opening from that. That's right. Yeah. So you you um you not homeless now, are you? Oh, oh, you got to say it like that. Pew, pew, taking shots already, huh? Hey, but look, I, I have no type of, uh, I'm not scared to say it. Being homeless is what really had me go 24-7 hustling, grinding, and just really just pushing myself to be in my own spot now. <laughs> so it, it really actually... It had me literally at a at a point in my life to where now and now it's time to really actually show people that I'm ready. I'm ready to be out there and give myself everything that I have right now because it's it's me. I'm at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? It's nowhere to go. I'm at the bottom. Time to get it. So at that point, being homeless, it showed who I really was, you know what I'm saying, in that moment. So, but I'm not homeless no more. I got my own spot, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ashamed of it. We all ha we all came from something, you know, that we all look at as, you know, being shameful of, but technically not, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we, we, know, we know better than the next person. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I deliver gas. I see a lot of people, like, be home. Like, they, they be uh, sleeping in their car. And you be like, wow. Like, I did it for, I did yeah, it for, uh. Yeah, there'd be a lot of people just sleeping in their car. I'd be one of them. Not because I'm home, but, like, I'd be driving from there. Quick trip is my safe place. For real. I ain't gonna lie. I did it for, like, six months. And, I mean, it was crazy, though, because it's so many times that I literally could have been dead doing that because it, I'm taking a risk doing that because I've had one person literally tap on the window with a gun and be like I don't know what it was but it was God literally all over me I mean what did he do uh, what, what was just that tapped on the window literally just told me to get out next thing I know a guy is literally behind him telling him you gotta go son you gotta go you can't be on this uh Premises, and I was literally sleeping on in an area where I'm not supposed to be at anyway. So, but it was just being in that area at that right time, and then that happened with that guy being behind him telling him, "Hey, mm -hmm. it was crazy. It was crazy. It's so many times that I've literally been in, in situations like that to where I just, I, I, I look back and say, how did I get through that? Girl, that's a blessing. That's love." You got to get quick trip though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to where literally like from now on, you got to make sure you somewhere in the light. Yeah, <laughs> I mean in front of the camera and everything. Yeah, it's a couple that don't want you to park there, but most of them like yeah, you be good at the quick trip. Heck yeah, I'd be right in front of the store. Yeah, like, what they gonna see? I'd be like, I know some niggas that saw me sleep right here. I'd be right. And there. you know, um, like people um who go to the gangs, it's the one in what Smyrna. If you leave your car there, they can't get it towed unless it's there 24 hours. Mm. So you can, like, because sometimes they'll be parked over the holes and we, can, uh, we can't unload the gas and we go in there and say something. They'll be like, well, we can't call it in unless it's there 24 hours. Then we can come. Mm. So you can just be there. So they can't really tow your car. Oh, wow. That's so crazy. most people don't know that. Yeah. 
That's crazy. And see, I try to keep myself humble as much as possible in situations like that because I see people have it worse than just sleeping in the car. Like, I see, since I've been in Atlanta, I've been seeing people sleeping on the train outside. And that's how it was in New Orleans. You see people literally, you walking over, mm -hmm. sleeping on the ground. Like, brother, am I even living on my bed? Yeah, for yeah, real. Like, I try to keep myself uh, humble in situations like that. And I look at it like this. I'm no better than you. I came from that situation. Mm -hmm. And I always look at it like, man, what can I do, you know, to put myself in a situation to help these type of people? You know, because I've been there before. I know what it feels like. On the topic of Atlanta homelessness, Atlanta is investing $90 million into building a cop city that people do not want. Like, oh, what's he? cop city. What's that? They about to knock down, or they're trying to knock down 380 acres in a park. It's called like Wheeler Lonnie Park. And once they knock it down, basically build this huge facility for militant training of police officers. It's supposed to have shooting ranges and a fake city inside, a, a helicopter pad, a bunch of stuff. And Atlanta residents don't want it. Nobody don't want it. They've been protesting in the woods for at least a month now. The fourth is about to start a bunch a, a bunch of events in the same park or whatever. They're about to do like a music festival and some more stuff just to bring people to the space. Now, they're doing that. This guy actually just got killed out there. One of the officers just shot one of the peaceful protesters and they locked up like 19 of the protesters because, well, on terrorist charges. So they're charging them with felonies to say that they are terrorists and trying to hit them with a RICO. Oh, so for, you can't even protest no more. You can't even protest no more. That's crazy. But they take it ninety million dollars <coughs> to fund this thing that nobody wants to keep on training cops that clearly are getting poor training anyway. When Atlanta got mad homeless people, yeah, you like, could spend way less than that and put hammocks in the woods I'm and get you get somewhere to sleep. I'm I think they should crazy. be able to live in some of them. Apartments they gonna have. They not gonna have no apartments. It's literally going to be like the fake city is just for them to, like if you was doing like a paintball range, right? You know they got like certain things set up. So you doing basically target practice going through fake cities and stuff. It's a lot of shooting ranges that's supposed to be a part of this thing. So they basically training them up to be able to kill us easier. And that's crazy, bro. Like, that's why it's so important for us to keep our eyes open. Keep our eyes open to stuff like that. Because I knew that was, like, the main thing I noticed when I first moved here. I'm like, they hiring for sheriffs, cops. Like, they need, you know, people uh, as far as that. And I'm thinking, like, why do they need all these people that bad? And, you, and then on top of that, you got all these businesses that they're building but y'all not looking at people that need homes. You know, where where's the money being invested at? Are y'all are y'all putting back into y'all people or y'all just making the city rich behind y'all own selfish greed? You know what I'm saying? What y'all really doing? And I think that we all just need to be mindful and even though, you know, fight that because I think that's wrong. You gotta look at the amendment. They don't even care about that no more. No. Mm -hmm. 
No, they really don't. And that's a extreme violation. Like our right to process, like number one, freedom of speech is number one. And they're locking you up for hugging trees in the forest. And see, that's something they gotta fight and take that up to. Well, yeah, now these people locked up, so now they do have to fight for their freedom. And they're they're still demanding that it doesn't happen at all. Andre Dickens, he's like, oh no, we're just gonna use 38 acres instead of 380 acres. They like, nah, we don't believe you, you're lying. And we don't want that anyway. We don't want the cop city at all. So cancel it. And then also free the people who y'all locked up from right. peacefully protesting. Right. But they call him out a lot now because he's not doing anything to help the people when it comes to this situation when the citizens clearly don't even want it. I don't think it's necessary either if y'all already in need of police officers and y'all not really getting them. Like, what the fuck is you building this big facility for? Like? Exactly. And it's to train people all over the country, officers all over the country. So, so it's going to be like the hub. Like, every, all the cops going to come to Atlanta. But there's another one already that they trying to, or that they have built or they're working to build in Chicago. So next, where do you think it's going to be? D.C., L.A., all the major cities for us and then they'll have all it's like creating military other military bases but local military bases all around the country it's like what so now what's next <coughs> so it's it's really for the military but they saying it's for the cops you think no it's for the cops but they're creating a military with the cop with the police officers they training them to be militant Wow. Yeah. But anybody who want to fight against it, uh, stopcopcity.net. Go on there. They got automatically generated emails, automatically generated tweets. All you got to do is tap it, and it'll send it to the contractors. They got two of the contractors to pull out so far. It'll send it to the local officials, the contractors, and the funders. Well, I'm definitely signing up because I feel like that's BS. For real. All you got to do is tap it, and it's going to pull up your email on your phone, and all you got to do is press send. I've done it. I'm going to do it again and again and again. Because I don't want that. I know. That's nothing but it's going to mess us up. They're going to have one facility basically training officers to be as if they're in the military. First of all, their training is already poor. They just killed somebody for hugging trees in the forest. That's why this man got killed. So with all of these people going to this facility to go be trained, if they're already killing people to defend it, what do you think they're going to be doing when they get out? They're going to be killing us for no reason, even more, with a different procedure, even more of a force. They're going to be building a force. So it's not going to just be Atlanta. It's going to be Georgia, and it's not just going to be Georgia. It's going to be multiple states. They already got it in Chicago. They got it here. It's going to be wherever else next. So if it continues to happen, then it's going to continue to spread these officers who don't know how to or who don't care about us i think maybe you should like <clears throat> cops should be people who then bought into the neighborhood because it's like you treat people a little different when you know they're around you and they know they can come to your house or something so you're not going to be dogging motherfuckers out and you know he stay right across the street from you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? instead of like because you know a lot of police officers they be like 30 minutes to an hour from where they really stay or something 
And like it's public record to know where these cops and stuff stay, but make it even more public. Since you since it's like that. They didn't even they still haven't released the name of the person who killed that boy. Ooh. They don't want to release No, it. they don't. He probably like a good kid or something. He was. He was well known and to think about who tends to get murdered in these situations, he was one of the people who would be a part of the fight, but spreading more knowledge. Not just there talking about we shall overcome. He was teaching people things while they were out there. So you want to kill the knowledge, you kill. So he might have been targeted anyway. Exactly. That's crazy. It sounds like they want us to have a slave mentality. Like they don't want us to be educated. They don't want us to have any type of knowledge whatsoever. It brings us back to the slave days. They didn't want the slaves to read, right? But they don't realize, like, we were super intelligent. We didn't need a book. We didn't need this and that. Think about how they were able to navigate. They used the stars. They used nature. I mean, think about how everything was built by us. Think about how we got lights. Think about how we had toilets. Think about how we were able to even... Um, use half the stuff that we're using. It was created by a black man or black woman. You know, Mississippi is... This country um, was for us. Mississippi is reinstating those laws that you're talking about. The Jim Crow laws, they're working to reinstate those laws right now. Like what's part of the Jim Crow? Um, like segregation laws. So, uh, black versus white bathrooms, basically. What does she come from? They, I don't know, but so I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm against segregation, but I want to know how deep they trying to go when it comes to Jim Crow laws. Like, you're not about to think you're going to enslave me or anything like that, even though we still enslaved if we work for somebody, but you're not about to think you're about to enforce no curfew or anything like that because I'm black in Mississippi, but they trying to. Yeah, they are working to reinstate Jim Crow laws right now. And that's why I think it's so important as <coughs> black people that we reunite and be a force to reckon with. Because right now, in this day and age, we at war with ourselves, but not even really. We so blind to the fact that while we at war with ourselves, they secretly undercover doing stuff to get us out. And I think it's important that we get back to what we know. At the end of the day, with that, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Going back to that, it's like history trying to repeat itself, going back in a full circle. The only thing is, though, how far are they trying to go with it? And are we strong-minded enough to deal with that? And You know? And it, it's crazy. And it has me thinking, like, I'm trying to leave this country right now. To go where? What are you doing? Well, actually, I am planning on, uh, I was trying to not spoil the surprise, but I'm uh, manifesting going to Africa. Yes, girl. What part? Everywhere. Uh, Ghana, Nigeria, um, Mozambique, Tanzania, uh, Gambia. Yes, I got fans out there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got fans all over out there, too, as well. Mainly in Uganda, Nigeria, mm -hmm. South Africa, uh, Egypt. Nice. So I mainly, I mainly want to go out there to actually get in touch back with my roots. 
and my ancestors as well as getting the knowledge of where I came from, you know. And not only that, a lot of black people don't really understand, like, we've been blindsided and not only that, not realizing that uh, Africa is a beautiful country and they're very intelligent, super intelligent. Think about Wakanda. There was hidden messages in there for a reason because what they wanted us to not see is that Africa is our home and it's beautiful. And not only that, like just talking to them over there, like they're super intelligent. They're telling you things that like, wow, you mean to tell me we don't even know nothing about that? We should, we supposed to know all of this stuff and they're advanced. Like you what? think China is advanced? Africa is advanced. Like what? Everything when it comes to technology, um, they're even talking about, you know, how it is as far as properties, land, you know what I'm saying, investing and putting into your people. Um, like, say, for instance, if you was to go over to Africa $2,000, it's valuable over there. You could buy land and it'll be yours. You don't have to worry about owing nobody taxes or nothing like that. It's very valuable. And then on top of that, not only that, you know, they've also said, I think the President of Ghana was calling, you know, for our people to come back home. Yeah. It's about that time. Ghana's expensive, but it's a nice place to start because a lot of people speak English in Ghana. It's very diverse out there, believe it or not. And Lagos, Nigeria is diverse, believe it or not, too, because they were saying that they have people out there from China, Jamaica, um, England, etc. They have all different type of languages out there. Yeah, I would definitely. I've been looking to move to Africa, but before it was cool. I was. You can you can take two thousand dollars out there with like a thousand dollars. You could go out there, find the best area, and live in an apartment for like a a year. Mm-hmm. Especially in hotel too. Mm-hmm. So it's our currency change over pretty sweet out there. Um, but I'm looking into countries where nobody ain't at, for real. Because I would want to just build my own thing out there and start my own stuff. A lot of people don't realize either, uh, as well, like, Africa is very beautiful. Very, very yeah. beautiful. They try to hide, you know, how beautiful Africa is. But if you just go over there and see how beautiful it is and how the people are, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're very welcoming. And not only that, you know, just being able just to be there and get the knowledge and the wisdom behind who we are and just to experience all together, I'm ready for it. The only thing about Africa is like they, politicians, is just as corrupt as ours, but they have a way heavier military force in the streets. Yeah. So when we look into wars with Cop City, that's what it's looking like out there. Yeah. And I don't see them with no weapons and stuff. I'm like, how am I gonna get my weapons over there? And all these niggas walking the street with ARs and stuff. So what do I do when I'm out there? Yeah, I wonder what yeah, just that's, the over there. Yeah, right. that's the is only thing about it though. I don't know. That's what I'm that's what I'm contemplating is like, because you look in certain countries and their police officers are in military uniforms with big big joints on them. But you don't see the residents with much of anything. So I'm not I'm not trying to go out there with no knives. 
<laughs> yeah, because I mean, you you see more of them with machetes, rocks, yeah. bats. Some of them make their own because they're not able to carry. And I'm born too, and I plan on getting money. Y'all not about to think y'all gonna steal my stuff. Like, nah, you better know what's gonna happen if you come over here. And it's crazy that you mentioned politician and all that because they're dealing with a uh, president election right now out there. They need to get rid of everybody. All them ain't be getting bought by everybody else. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, so did you grow up both of your parents? No. I uh, grew up with my mother. Love my mom. Shout out, mama. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your relationship with your dad? I don't know. I don't know what it is, to be honest with you. But in spite of it all, I still look at it at, at, like this as a parent. Regardless, I love my father. It, it, it hasn't been the best. And I can't take away the fact that here it is. He's still my, he stills my, he's still my father. You know what I'm saying? And even though it hasn't been where I want it to be, I have to understand that, you know, he is who he is, and I, I can't change that. You know, just love him. Love is who he is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love has love has all the bullshit, et cetera, et cetera, still and all. So what is he like a drug addict or something? No. Um he's a deacon. So oh, you know how it is in the in the church life. So they be hustling. No, I'm not hustling. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, necessarily, not necessarily hustling, but you know, it's more of the church than your kids. Mm. I hear more of church than a relationship with me. It church has, family or with God? Church family and God. Mm. You know the time? No. Um, with my dad, it's me and my brother, and then with my mom, it's me and my two sisters. Yeah. But uh, with me and my sisters, I'm the oldest. So. You felt y'all relationship would be different if your, I guess, religion was supposed to be? I think so. Yeah. He, because a lot of stuff that I'm doing now, he's totally against it. It's the devil. It's this. It's Satan. It's the devil. What about it is the devil? Everything like I could be watching a movie, Ghost Rider. Ah, oh, that's the devil. Some people be doing too much stuff. <laughs> my, my, my friend was talking about uh, her. One of her friends, aunt or whatever, became saved, and so like she wasn't like this back in the day. But now, like they, she could come upstairs. They was watching Halloween Town, and she was like, "Ooh, no, Hallelujah!" Start like talking to God, and, stuff. <laughs> and like turned around, like I'm gonna go on downstairs, like doing all this. Stuff. <laughs> and she was like, uh, "We could turn it off and make you uncomfortable." She was like, "Oh no, it's okay," and just like start talking to the who praise the Lord, Hallelujah. I'm like, "Shut up, girl. Take God downstairs. Who are you doing that for? Me or like Jesus or yourself?" Some people just, I feel like you want to be heard. You want other people to know that you love God or something And you know like what's that. so crazy about it? A lot of Christians don't, uh, a lot of people in the church don't realize that 
Moses' disciples, his followers, were sinners. Yeah. So I wouldn't even sit up here and judge somebody that's lesser than me doing God knows what. You know, you never know what they... And then on top of that, you got to look at it like that. They wind up being the most powerful leaders and dependable people that he had following him. So I spoke on that today. And basically was saying, Christians, y'all got to remember where you came from. Exactly. You weren't always that way. And also, God doesn't give you that job to judge anybody else. Exactly. God got a plan for everybody. Exactly. And you had to take your walk to get to God. Everybody else got to take their walk to get to God. So when you decide, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that, you interfere with whatever God got planned for that person anyway. Right. It, exactly. I mean, a lot of people don't realize behind whatever it is that you're doing is a story. Yes. It's a story behind that, and the outcome of it is your testimony with that story, you know? Absolutely. I mean, God is using each and every one of us as a vessel, I mean, for the next person. Because think about it like this. You used to strip, but you came out of it, and now here it is, you're doing this and that. And now you coming across somebody that's going through the same thing that you're doing. You could be a blessing to them and you don't even know it. God is using you in so many ways. And that's why I wouldn't even judge the next person. Because you don't know what, where they, why they're doing it, where they came from, and what type of story that they have to tell. Absolutely. Okay, so if I came to you, right, you know what I'm saying, and was like, you know, um, I ain't got no place to stay. I need to stay with you. What, what would you say? Since you know what it's like to be homeless. I'll try to help you in each and every way possible, but I'm going to have to do a background check on you and make sure you ain't crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be letting everybody lie up there. But honestly, I don't, I don't mind. I'm the type of person, I don't mind doing any and, and anything for anybody because I know how it feels, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't try to make it look like I'm better than that person. You know, but I do think about situations like that, though, you know, okay, well, if God put me in this situation, what would I do right then and there if that person came to me? Because I got put in that situation before, and it left me stuck like, God, oh, man, I want to help him so bad, but I got this going on, and, and I feel so bad to the point to where I had to do something. I had to do something at least. Okay, um, <clears throat> the most traumatic thing you went through as a child. Seeing a lot of pain. I, um, I had a, a scare when I was, I don't, I have like a vivid memory of it. Um, basically, um, just having like vivid memories of almost near death when I was, uh, I, I want to say like three, four, three or four years old. And just basically pain. Every day I seen pain somewhere, not even just seeing it, but just feeling it. I felt it all the time, whether it's through my sisters, my mom, me, and just 
And it got to a point to where I started seeing, like having visions, seeing like red all the time and having dreams about literally losing my life. So it was always me having dreams and visions of me losing my life to where I'm like, I don't know if this is a sign. I don't know if you're trying to tell me something, but it was painful growing up having those type of visions and just feeling pain at an early age like that. It's possible you was losing the life that you was in now. Say it again. It's possible you were losing the life that you were in. So losing that life in order to gain a different life. And you know what's crazy about it? Nah, it makes sense. I never really thought about it like that. Never really thought about it. Because honestly, I don't feel like that person anymore. And I tell people, and it's funny you said that, I tell people all the time, don't, don't judge me. But I had a nickname. And that person back then, thank God she buried. She's somebody you don't want to be around. Because she was introvert, always angry, always full of regrets, guilt, shame, mm. wanted to kill. Um, I even committed suicide a couple of times. Um, I called her Baby K. I tried to. I called her Baby K to where now I literally bury her. Now I don't, that life is gone to where I don't even think about her anymore to where I literally, I keep myself humble every day. And I appreciate life and who I am now. That's what's up. So you um you single? Yes, I am. So you ain't made no good guys in Atlanta. I'm cracking. <laughs> they all like they all trying to get over so. I don't know what's I'm sorry, but Lord. <laughs> they either either hoes. Uh, something going on with them, <laughs> on with them, a little on with them, or they just don't know what they want, you know? And it's like, to me right now, I'm more focused. I'm literally, I'm not going to say I'm single. I'm going to say I'm married to my career right now. I'm married to what I got going on right now. I'm married to me. I love me so much. I'm in a relationship with me. I don't have time for it other stuff. I don't have time to see what's going on with men in Atlanta right now, honestly. But what if God put somebody in your life and you can't deny it that he just... Oh, I'm not going to deny it. Okay. I'm just going to accept and appreciate what God put in front of me. Yeah. But I'm going to be checking for red flags right then and there. Check, <laughs> girl. Check. Okay. It's a quote. Um, <clears throat> it broke my heart, but it opened my eyes. Tell me how you feel like to it. It broke my heart, but it opened my eyes. Life. I say life because life is our greatest teacher. You know, so many things that has happened in my life have literally broke my heart but it opened my eyes as well because it allowed me to see the other side of that heartache. Like, why did I you know, have to deal with that? Oh, okay, I understand now. It had to happen. 
because in order for us to appreciate the good things, we have to accept the bad. Because how will we know what it feels like as far as the, the good side of it if we don't appreciate the bad? Because now we understand the valuable behind it, you know? So I understand when it comes to appreciating life better now to where looking at that as far as being heartbroken, thank you. I'm glad that you're catching the lessons too, though. Yes. And I catch the lessons mainly because I've uh, created a system where now I meditate. I meditate daily. And it allows me to appreciate a lot of things now because before dealing with so many negative energies, so many negative things, you it's kind of hard for you to appreciate the valuables, the good things in life now, you know? So, yeah. I think um, this was solicited. Uh, why do women, women say like, like money is important, right? But then they won't date nobody unless they got money. Like they try to act like something don't, it's not, it don't mean anything, but they won't date you unless you got it. Why do women do that? I don't speak on that because honestly, I wouldn't know how to relate to that because if anything, it's been opposite for me. I've dated guys that didn't have any money because I seen value in them. What kind of value? Talent drive the energy the connection that to me means more than money honestly because i look at it like this you never know who you might be talking to right now that person could be somebody major and you looking at him because he broke that's somebody important you don't even know and i see it all the time you see movies and TV show how the man end up, it, uh, he was homeless, but he ends up to be a millionaire and you just bypass him because he was broke at that time. Not gonna do that. For what? Because I'm not, I'm no better than you. I was once broke too. So you would date a broke nigga now? Yeah, I'll date a broke Because, <laughs> I mean, I look at it like this. It's all about chemistry, connection, and as long as, do you have ambition? Do you have ambition? Do you have a goal? You know, what's your mindset? You know what I'm saying? Because you have men out there with money don't even know how to act with it. Can you, would you date a broke person? What's, what do you mean? What do you say? I mean, what do you mean by that? A nigga who just has nothing. Like, he can't put, he can't give you gas money. He needs something to eat. Does he go to work? No, he broke. And he don't want to work. I mean, when he feel like it. No, but no if he don't want to work, that's a problem. Yeah, no. If he trying to work, yeah. If he's working, yeah. But he got talent, though. Like she said, like he got talent <laughs> and he got energy. <laughs> no, I can't do anybody who doesn't want to do anything. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that girl. <laughs> so the talent energy shit, that's out the door if he don't want to work. <laughs> Yeah, no, you have to, because I work hard, and I don't want to work hard forever, and I don't want to work hard for you. So, what else are you bringing to the table? You can be talented all you want to, but that talent going to waste if you're not putting any work behind it. Absolutely. Oh, no. Absolutely. I do agree on that one. 
Yeah, you can be broke, but uh, you gotta want to have a drive to want to yeah. work and do something. You can you work at McDonald's as long as you work in as much as many hours as I am. Don't work six hours. Come home talking about who I'm tired. No, go back until they send you home. <laughs> yeah. Them restaurants, I'm like you get over forty though. And so at least six, forty. Yeah, at least forty. Let's go. Okay. Um. Okay, the last thing you vented to God. Ooh. Help my financial situation Child. be better than what it is. And get me out of get me out of this uh nonsense BS situation with my baby's daddy. Mm. Oh, you got a baby daddy? Yes. She said as a parent earlier. Mm -hmm. I don't want to pay no attention. You seem like you ain't got kids. Right? No, 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 no. I got six kids. Six? Yes. They here? They are with their dad currently, but half the year they'll be with me. So we're trying to work out an agreement to where we can be able to have them half and half. You know, trying to work something out. <coughs> Only I'm about the same guy. No. How old is the oldest one? She'll be 15 in July. And they all younger than 15. Oh my God, girls. God bless you. I love them all to death, though. They some characters, though. I bet. Keep you entertained. Yeah. It's on me. It's hard to tell who got kids now. So <laughs> I couldn't tell that she had kids, though. Oh, it's genetics. Okay, come on. And not only that, stress, no stress. <laughs> come on. Yeah, that'll do it to you. Black don't crack also. Okay. What about you, Kim? Last time I talked to, I said, Jesus, can you fix the water heater, please? Because my water heater just ran, randomly just went. I got in a bathtub. I was in a bathtub. It was nice and perfect. And then I was like, I want some more hot water. Cold water was coming out. So I was like, all right, whatever. Got out and checked it again. Like later on, I wasn't doing nothing. I'm like, all right, maybe I just used all the hot water randomly, whatever. Two days later, still running cold water everywhere. I'm like, all right, and so I tried to do my little due diligence with the water heater, but it ain't go that way. And I had to do other things. So I swear, I was like, Jesus, please fix the water heater, bro. And something put me, I was sitting on the, I was laying on the couch a little bit, but something kind of set me up. And I was like on my knees and I was playing this video about where the devil is and all this stuff like that. But something set me up on that couch and like just kind of had me bow my head and i was there just meditating chilling got back up my uncle called me back he was like um well did you did you ever figure out the water heater i was like nah he was like i was like it was this area on there but i didn't really touch it it's for professionals only he was like touch it it's like that's probably what they gonna do i'm like all right i opened it lo and behold it was the little reset button that i was looking for earlier i reset that joint and the hot water came which is why i was late i was able to take a shower wash my hair everything so right after i asked jesus like can you fix the joint it got fixed i had some weird shit, but i took mine off 
Mm -hmm. I had bought another one. Mm. But then the guy, he was like, yeah, man, you got to get it welded on there, the new one. Because I had replaced it before, and I, I'm like, I didn't get the other one welded. So I had to I had to take a shower, so I put the, I hooked the old one back up, and the shit started working. So I got a new water heater just in the garage. <laughs> <Sell> <laughs> I ain't going to take it back. Oh, no, just hold on to it. You can't go back. Yeah. Yeah, it was some bullshit. Next time, find a, you got an electric one? Yeah. Find a reset button. Next time, do that first. Okay, um, yo, um, I guess your worst hurt has been from a family or relationship. My worst Not hurt. Growl. <laughs> <laughs> relationship. And what caused it? She in or or who in? I got ghosted. How long y'all was dealing with each other? It would have been a year next month. What? Actually, this one. How long ago y'all ghosted? Oh. Well, it was weird because before we had established that we were coming out here together to start our lives together, as far as him being a rapper and me being a singer, um, he was, you know, in California doing some work out there and then, um, some situations came up to where, you know, I didn't hear from him in a while. <coughs> and then thinking that, you know, months later, you know, I hear back from him and we can be able to rekindle it. Okay. Don't hear from him again. And then out of nowhere, I, I see you, you know, randomly on Bourbon Street, which kind of blew my mind out of all places on Bourbon Street. And it just blew my mind because like, you just keep ghosting me and I never could understand why. Did you talk to him? Yeah, but it was just weird that it, the whole situation was weird because it was never any type of communication on, you know, hey, look, this ain't gonna work out or da 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 da. It was just, like nothing happened. So he was like, what's up? Yeah. And what you say? And I'm like, where, where the hell you been? Like, you, you ghosting me now? I'm like, no, we good. Okay. You sure? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, tell me. But you know, it. I guess it hurt me. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I guess it hurt me because I had filled build a relationship with somebody that I didn't think I was going to be able to build a relationship with because at that point, before him, I literally just gave up on love, relationship. I gave up on anything that involved a relationship. I just said, fuck it. Fuck it. If this is what I have to deal with in every relationship, fuck it. Fuck it. But by him coming along, everything changed and it just broke my heart because I finally gave love a chance again and this happened. It kicked you in the ass. Yeah, and and the Rudy Tootie down there, right here. And the Rudy Tootie. I'm crying. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, um, I guess a little, you know, Okay, um, the last time you got your lip back. Devil trying to get his lip. Oh, speaking on that, 
the devil thought he tried to play me and put me in a position where I couldn't rise up. Um, that incident with the scammer. I wound up doubling back, meeting good people, being in a better position, and I got invited. And in the midst of all of that, I got invited to a uh, Too Hot Radio convention as an intern. And then from there, doors just started opening for me networking with Black Inc., um, um, people from Atlantis, to now me meeting a lady named Amy, who was in, in, in the entertainment business. From there, it's just so many doors that just opened up. So, you know, yeah, I got my mix back definitely on that one. Come on. Okay, um, and just give me a song that, um, okay, like when you was homeless, right, is it a song that it remind you of that time, like that you kept listening to that song? Where would I be if not for your grace? Was that the gospel song? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that and the song that I have wrote. Um, it's called Surviving in the Ghetto. I wrote it. I was in the process of recording it. I haven't finished it, though, but that song really actually, um, reminded me. And honestly, I look at it as an anthem to not go back there. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, um... Okay, um, a good heart uh, never gets loved. A good heart <laughs> never gets loved, it, it gets used. So I guess, do you agree or disagree? I, uh, I disagree and agree. And I'm saying that because when you say use, define use. It could be used in a good way. It could be be used in a bad way. I guess use um in the in a bad way. In a bad way, I want to say I disagree because I look at it like this. Uh, repeat that question again. <laughs> Repeat it again, repeat it again. A good heart never gets love, it gets used. I'm a Virgo. So I can I, 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 I can understand when it comes to that, it does get used badly. And, um, but I'm gonna have to disagree on that, mainly because when you attract good energy around you, you get a lot of love. You get a lot of love. When you pour out good energy, you get a lot of love. So I don't necessarily think that it could, you know, be in a bad way. Kind of per se. It could go both ways though, honestly. I don't have like one answer for it. <laughs> so so when you was going through good I mean bad times, you was pouring out good energy? Or you was pouring out bad energy? I was pouring out both because in a situation like that, when you're dealing with uh, a bad situation, sometimes you 
we, you know, I've been taught to keep yourself humble, keep yourself prayed up. And in the midst of the storm, you have to stay positive because when you give out bad energy, you're gonna get back bad energy, you know what I'm saying? So in situations like that, you have to give out good energy and watch how God work. I don't think your whatever energy you put out dictate whatever situation you were put in though. Or if that go along with what kind of heart you had. I think people just end up in whatever situation they end up in. But energy ain't got nothing to do with Not your situations. I wouldn't say that. I think your choices will have more of an effect of what situations you get put in. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's understandable. Yeah, absolutely right. A lot of situations we end up in, we had a choice. Was you going to go left or was you going to go right? And then once you in it, you going to go left or you going to go right? You always got a choice. Yeah, you right about that. Okay. What's your um best and worst choice uh, so far in life? Would you like if you could change it, would you have would have your kids later or I don't regret anything. I'm I'm glad I had them now. Cause um taking it back, meaning that I wouldn't and it's crazy that you said that because I actually had this thought across my mind today. Like everything that has happened, I don't take nothing back because this would never happen. And I look at it, like I said, I look in every situation and I literally change it around and think, well, that had to happen for this to happen, you know? So I honestly, I'm glad they're here. Okay, what's a, uh, <clears throat> a decision you made that that your kids could learn from? Now, I will say my worst decision that I ever made is getting married at the wrong time. Hmm. I, I should have waited because it was a waste of time and I was only married for three years and it was based on all wrong things. You know, I did it mainly to uh, not only solidify you know, my family being together, you know, and I wanted to do the right thing, but, you know, I wanted to give him a chance at real love because seeing the fact that he didn't know what it means to be loved for real, you know, I wanted to give it a shot, but it was just a waste of time, a waste of space. It was just nothing but pure heartache. And define love for real, like real love. Define what real love is. Honestly, loving yourself first. Because right now, I don't know what love is when it comes to other people. I know what it is to me. Because I love me so much to where I know now it's a lot of stuff I'm not going to tolerate. Because I love me too much. So you don't feel like your um, mama love you for real? Yeah, she loved me for real. <laughs> I mean, that's real love. When it comes to that real love, but when we want to speak <laughs> on family, you got to think about it. Sometimes in family, nowadays, love ain't there either. You know, but when it comes to my mama, that's real love. 
because a lot of sacrifices that she has made, and I want to say that she has been my number one fan, supporter, always reaching out to me, making sure everything is good. That's real love, I have to say, when it comes to my mom. Love is who she is. Love is written all over her. Okay, so what's the sacrifice you gave for your kids and your mom? Music, my career, everything that I wanted to do early on. So, yeah. And then with my mom, uh, same thing. Music, my career. Can you feel like you uh, you sacrificed anything for love? Right now? Yeah. When I was younger, I wanted to study abroad, and I didn't go. I stayed in Georgia um, to be with my boyfriend. So behind the music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, I sacrificed that. But I also was just too lazy to go through the process of what it took to go study abroad. So I can't talk to so you. So it wasn't really him. It was like both, though. It was like I wanted him. to be with him because our whole relationship was long distance. So I finally got a chance to come back and be around him. So I was like, all right, let me stay here. But then he went to the military. So if it was long distance again, I could have went abroad. I guess sometimes like my peace, cause I don't like bite my tongue, but you got to sometimes for love. Can't bite in your tongue, create peace, right? Yeah. Not really. For who? <laughs> I was... <laughs> I'm saying the outer peace, but you're saying they create inner turmoil. Yeah. yeah. It was, I will be thinking about what I want to say. All the time. So like, you getting in your mind, you just getting, just like, getting like, uh, I mean, yeah, just a little upset. Sometimes I don't want to let it go. Other times I'll be like, I don't know. I just let it go, but I just be wanting to say what I want to say. And let me just speak on it. it and just get it over yeah. with. Yeah. Especially like my man now, he say anything out of his mouth, but he don't think that nothing be wrong. And he don't mean it the way that it sounds. Like exactly how it sounds, sound wrong. Give me but an example. Huh? Give me an example. All right. Um, my man in jail. So the phones do this thing every once in a while where the, the calls don't come through. So the other night he was calling me for like 30 minutes. And I have, I'm missing all the calls because they're not coming through. Not because no other reason. I just ain't get the calls. So then when he get on the phone, he's frustrated. He like... So, what's up? Like, why you not answering the phone? I'm like, I'm like, this is the first call I got. So he like, ain't no way. Now, in his mind, ain't no way is like, I can't believe this. You know, like, what is happening with this? But what do you mean? Ain't no way, nigga. What I told you is what I told you. But this is what it is. And then when I tell you what the answer is, the fact that I don't have a good answer for him, he's now dwelling on it. He's like, and then you saying this, I'm saying this. What do you mean I'm saying this? This is what it is. I'm telling you what it is. Don't say what I'm saying. Because now I'm getting pissed. Like you about to, you're, blowing, you're throwing me off. 
So just little comments like that. And then when I, I tried to, I stayed calm for a long time. <laughs> I was so calm. I was like, I didn't get any calls. This is the first call I got. This is, I can't tell you anything else. You know that the phones mess up though. So that should be something you take into, a, a, you know, take into account when you think about your calls not getting answered. All right, and then you still talking, you still saying things that sound weird to me, and then I had to go off. And then when I go off, he got quiet, and he was like, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. I was just saying that it didn't make sense. No, nigga, I you can relate. Right? I absolutely can relate. I know how that is. I'm like, Bruh, and then I'm, I'm the crazy one, because that's not what you meant by what you said. It's like, nah, it doesn't sound like you didn't mean what I think you meant. It sounds like you mean exactly what I think you meant, but now that I went off, you're taking it back. But let him tell you he never meant that. So he, but it's often he say things one way and he'd be like, that's not what I was saying. Like, that is what you said though. But you think he could be saying it like that? He's just trying to calm you down? That he could be saying exactly what I'm saying? Saying it how you think he's saying it, but he's saying he didn't just to try to smooth it Yes, because then later on, he'll describe what he meant, and I'll be like, that's exactly what I said. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought you meant. So, yes, I absolutely be thinking that. So that's probably what he's doing. Oh, he's just wow. trying to calm me down. But let him tell it that's not what he meant, and he'll try to really go above and beyond to explain, like, this is what I thought I was saying. I'm like, well, you need to learn how to use words, because that's not how they work. And I'm very, I'm, I love language, I love words. S speak correctly or don't say nothing. Just don't speak to me until you know exactly what you mean by what you said. And then we can talk. <laughs> like I tell them, when you come home, I just wanna sit in your face, hug on you and not talk. Like, let's just not talk. And then we're gonna take some time and re-get to know each other. Let's go on some dates and re-socialize ourselves with each other because you getting on my nerves. <laughs> For real. That sound like some stuff I would say. For real. <laughs> yes, indeed. But, but I run into, I mean, as far as what I've been going through now, like, I run into girls, you know, they still be like some friend shit. And then it's like, that is no sex, right? But then they want you to do boyfriend shit and they don't want to do girlfriend shit. Mm -hmm. But I'm the type of nigga, like, I do a little song. But then if it's to the point where like, okay, you're not you fucking or nothing, like you you making it clear that I ain't fucking, then ain't no more boyfriend shit on my end. We can talk, but then we just gonna be cool. Like, I can't keep, like, it's like some simp shit. Like, you ain't getting nothing in return, so I ain't going for that shit. No, for real. Don't play with me. No, I'll help you a little bit, but once they, it's like she, she trying to see how, what, I, I guess how the most I do, you know. I cut it off at a couple hundred. <laughs> a couple of hundred. That's too much money. Two hundred dollars. Nah, I think you buy like dinner, right? Like, cause girls, my my homegirl is a lesbian, so she was just talking about like dating females lately, and she was like, "Yeah, like these things just really, I'd be feeling bad." I'm like, "Do you not eat if I'm not feeding you?" And so I feel like a couple times, you know, maybe you might. Oh, what you doing? Let me send you lunch or let's go out for lunch or something like that. But now she trying to take the girl out on a date and go. She's like, I don't want to go out to eat. Let's go to an arcade. Let's go do something fun, like a thing. And the girl was like, well, I'm hungry. She's like, 
well, go eat. And he's like, and the girl's like, well, that's rude. Like, that's not rude. What she, you're not supposed to pay for all her meals. You're about to pay for the date when y'all go out. No. A, a little something. Maybe, I don't know. Like, I'll feed you every time I come get you. But it's just like other shit you trying to get me to pay for. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think a couple hundred dollars is too much to risk. Like, I'm saying that because you might be like, oh, uh, let me get my nails done, or okay. oh no, that's too much. No, I mean, right? Yeah, so if, if, if I'm not your girlfriend, that's like a hundred dollars or something, or like you can just put money on something, and it's like two hundred. I'll continue to pay for days, but if you saying you need some other shit, I ain't got it for you. You get what I'm saying? That's too much. That's kind of like how I do it. Yeah, I need a status. Like you gotta be my girl. Oh, I need my nails done. And then they not having sex either? Oh, no. That, that is too much. I what? That's too much. No. 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 Because no. <laughs> the other dude who is hitting her is not paying for her nails. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do the nice guy shit, but I only it's going to be for a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. Just a little bit. Like a little investment. Yeah. And if you ain't, if you acting like you ain't trying to fuck with me, I got to cook. If I was dating, if I was a man dating women, I think like $50 would be my max. Like, <laughs> I'm not giving you. Oh, my God. I'm not doing more. I mean, like a day. For all the dates. Nah, not for all the dates. A day we gonna wild out. You know what I'm saying? When I go out with my homegirls, if me and uh, Tony go out, it, we not looking at the bill. We just eating and drinking and having a good time. And then we gonna do what we need to do when it comes. So the dates, let's have a good time. Cool. But something outside of that. Fifty dollars is my max. Choose you better. Wisely. You better ask me for a bunch of ten dollars. <laughs> It better be, I, I, dang, I really want some Taco Bell. Girl, take $20. Y'all do 50, they got 30 left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. Choose one. You got 30 left to impress me. You know what I'm saying? Now, once you impress me, it's like, okay, you did, you you gave me something, or you invited me out this time, or you took some initiative towards me. All right, you my guy. You got twenty back on the list. Now you got another fifty. Now you you coming back up, but you gotta. It's a give and take over here. Yeah. Don't just you're not about to just be taking from me just to see how much. No, nah. absolutely. And two hundred, no, nigga. But nails and stuff are expensive. But again, it gotta for me to get your nails done. Something you gotta be doing something like showing me that you like me. Showing me that this is going somewhere, something like that. Not just getting your nails done because I got the money to get your nails done. I know I got the money to get your nails done. I ain't got to show you that. You call me broke, you call me whatever you want. Thank you for calling me that so that my broke self ain't got to spend it on you. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Again, absolutely. <laughs> Choose wisely. Yes. And these drinks, a good. A good woman don't, ain't gonna be pressed like that to be like, like for real, for real. A good woman gonna be like, yeah, I'm probably gonna get my nails done. Exactly. That's I'm going to get it now. If you end up sending it, that's what's up, and she gonna want to show you something in return because you decided to take that on. But she was already going to get the nails done. She was already going out to eat before you even decided to give it to her. Um, you be saying girls like that, but I'll. I said a good woman is what yeah, I said. I don't, I don't see them. That's good not. women know how to do for themselves, you yeah. know, because at the end of the day, you know, you, you want to show a man that you can be able to provide because nine times, so what's, what's going to happen if he's not able to provide for himself? You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to do for yourself. <coughs> 
what's going to happen when y'all do get solidified in a relationship and he wind up being out of work for a while. You got to take care of him. She could be like, I can't. You was taking care of my nails. You gave me $200 on the first day. You don't have that to the yeah. side nowhere. Give and take. I don't have no savings, bro. No, get out. <laughs> With the savings in the backpack. For real. Uh, had one of them moments. See, what happened was mm-hmm. my savings got switched to my checking. <laughs> The way my baby cancer. The way my baby cancer. I don't know. I, I don't know what's gonna go through. Right? <laughs> because they used to be loyal too. Like you want somebody who's gonna be loyal regardless of how much in your bank account for real, for real. And who gonna have your back if you only got it? All right. And you gotta introduce them to me. <laughs> I think you gotta start playing hard to get. Who? You. Start, start Nowadays, men actually are doing that. They are playing hard to they get. Should. No, they should. It's just, it's hard just you don't be chasing. Like, some women expect, because especially they attracted, they used to niggas constantly calling, constantly texting. So when you ain't doing that, it's just like, damn, what the fuck is he on? Like, he should be, you know what I'm saying? And that sparks interest. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah. We more attracted to the person who not just. We can't get. Yeah. yeah. Like, nah, be busy. That's attractive. Don't be all on my line all the time. Like, don't be on my line so much, Eric. Because that lets me know that you ain't got nothing to do. You ain't got nothing going on. You know? I tell people, I'm like, what you 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 doing? I'm busy. Right. I'm working, nigga. Don't ask me. You know where I'm at. I get that all the time. I'm like, what you doing? I'm working. Dang, girl, how many jobs you got? And that is ugly. Don't ask me nothing like that. Don't judge you guys. Don't ooh, don't judge me. I don't get tired. I got nine jobs. Unless you about to put me out of one of my jobs, don't ask me how hard I work and point that out. Ew, that is so unattractive. My dad do that. He don't work. I ask. I'd be like, um, do you? I ask you like, so if a guy asks you like, do you ever get to rest? Like, that's that's that bother you. If he don't work, like if he works less than I do, that's crazy. You said that because I hear that a lot too, right? Do you ever get a chance to rest? Like, what do you do on your downtime? Because you meet some girls, they be like, I work every day. You be like, what? Like, you do? I don't work every day. You work two days off. Yeah, that's not every day though. Every day is different. Even six days, that's rough on your body. Like. It is. It's hard to read. So when a mother, you be a motherfucker talking about they work every day, you like, what the fuck? Now the only the this is when that is cute, right? If I'm like I work every day and you like, dang, you'll never get no time to rest, and I'm like, nah. <coughs> and you like, man, how much you making a day? And then you throw it to me, that's attractive. And then be like, take a day off. I'm taking it's boyfriend and shit. That ain't nobody you um just kicking it with. You feel me? I mean, that's two hundred dollars. Some girls make more than that. I mean, I'm just saying like that's something slight. Like here's two hundred dollars. Take a couple hours to yourself, or go you know go do something to make yourself feel better. And don't even tell me pull up on you. I ain't never heard of that. I am. I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> where, where am I at? Like. Where am I at? Man. Help me find that. <laughs> I'm you, now you doing what you you doing, right, though? Saying I'm focused on myself. Yeah. That's when uh-huh. people come. Like, when you don't want nobody to come, that type of people come. And you be like, 
Nigga, I was trying to mind my business. Where you come from? That is crazy you said that because here lately, I'm I haven't thought about being in a relationship, and God knows up since I've been down here to where now it's like. And I'm not even looking for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even looking for a relationship right now. Like I've been pouring so much into me, I don't have time for it. Like Stay to where away. I'm I'm okay with being alone. Like Stay I love away. it. Cause yeah. that's when that person gonna come. Mm-hmm. When you when you good on your own, they just be like, but pick me though. You like I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, cause it's like not necessarily it's. Like you want you want a relationship, but at the same time though, when you're content being alone, you know already that when somebody comes along, you're not gonna just settle for anything. Mm-hmm. To where now here here lately, I'm saying no, check, swipe, swipe, <laughs> swipe, quick, fast, in a hurry. To where I'm I'm not even oh next five minutes. Why you swiping? If you like broken niggas though. Ooh, it's not even about that. It's about the fact that. If I'm bombing with you, it could be a certain thing that you're saying or doing, and it's a red flag for me. Like, not working. Yeah, that. (laughs) Big red flag. Six flags. Definitely. Um, Like you said, don't tell me to pull up to you. And it's just, it's that's a red flag right there, because what is that telling me? You know? And there were no plans. No plans at all. And then you text me saying, what you doing? I'm like, working. Why? What's going on? What? You want to plan on taking me on a date or whatever? (laughs) I was just trying to see what you was up to. That's all. (laughs) I like how she said that. Y'all don't like telling niggas what y'all doing. You just got to be on some. It's just if it's consistent, if it's constant, like what are you asking me for for no reason? What you doing? But that's okay. So if you just check on somebody, that's probably that probably mean we ain't talked in a in a minute. So now you wondering what I got going on. But if it's every day, that's annoying. And like all the like all throughout the day. Like if I just talk to you at two o'clock and then at six o'clock you text me again. No, like, I'm talking about every day because I do like if I'm interested in a girl, I make sure I text her every day. Like, hey, how you doing? You good? Like, see how you doing is different. It's a little deeper than what you doing, especially if after what you doing, I tell you what I'm doing. And it's like, oh, like okay, like I'm gonna be doing this again tomorrow around the same time. Don't <laughs> ask me that like no more. I got to a point where I'm like, yeah. It's just if it's too consistent. So like you busy. So by the time you hit somebody up, it's probably not the same time as the last time. So that that makes sense. You like you said, you checking in. But it's when you know somebody really like especially to be busy and know that the person that's hitting you up not doing nothing and just ain't got nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they like, what you doing? Nigga, what you're not? Get a job. You know, like we maybe we could talk about you, what you're doing too. Yes, indeed. Like I, I hate for me. I hate for somebody that knows my situation. I'm telling you, hey, I'm warning you. This is who I am. This is my lifestyle. I'm telling you this for a reason because most can't handle it. You know, and then we get into a situation where we're, you know getting comfortable when we're talking, you know what it is, and you're complaining about it, like, 
you don't never have no time for me. But what am I doing? I'm spending time with you, absolutely doing nothing. Right. Waste that irritates me. Irritates me at, at all the most. And then from there, it's like the text messages, the phone calls, it becomes boring because it's always, um, I just want to see what you was doing. What you doing? Oh, I'm just sitting here playing video games. You better be a video gamer. And then it's just like this, like, the whole time, time, like, all right, well, why are you doing that? I'm literally networking. That's what I'm saying. He better be a video gamer if he playing video games. Not just at home doing it for free. On your, on your umpteenth day off. <laughs> It's good to at least take a girl out once a week or every other week or I like three times a month. Like at least try to take her out, like and do some new shit. Guess it ain't no excuse though. I mean, but you know, if y'all like broke niggas, you know they can't really <laughs> they can't really take y'all nowhere. But, but you can still nah, you could make it you could make it a thing though, even being broke, like I was with somebody and we was broke. Like we was making money, but we was broke. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, well, I know you ain't going to try to go to the club or we can't go to the club or whatever, but he made our upstairs into a club. Made the food I would have had there, had the drinks I would have had there and everything. And that was See, bomb. That's something I wouldn't mind doing. But as far as dealing with somebody broke now and today me, I know what I'm aiming I'm aim for. I'm, I'm attracted to a busy man. Mm -hmm. A busy man that is, you know, full of ambition, that's working, you know, constantly doing something, you know. That lets me know that you are doing something. I could, you know, I could probably get up there with you, mm -hmm. or you could probably get me up there with, you know, we could meet in the middle, some type of work. But if we're in the same level, or you down here, I can't go for that. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, I, I <coughs> give my broke man a chance, though. Give him a chance. Cause you never know. There's hope. As long as he got too much ambition. Yeah, yeah, as long as he doing something. But as far as being broke on the couch, eating cereal, looking like Craig and Day Day and wanting to know what's going on, why you get fired on your day off type shit, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Okay, I guess we'll wrap it up. Go ahead, Kay. Well, is there anything that we haven't touched on tonight that you want to share with our audience before you leave? Yo, yo, yo. Once again, this is Quincy Alo. I am also not only an artist that does R&B, reggae, Afrobeat, but you can also check me out on Spotify. Every Saturdays, I host a podcast called 420 Friendly Vibe. It's for underground artists. It's a platform for international underground artists to showcase their music and to be heard all over the world nice. yep and matter of fact you can catch it this saturday we're going up with it too as well march the 18th we also have an event um uh it's supposed to be with zodiac complex check that out it's a content and networking event also um saturday march the 4th Come check me out at the Spring Urban Fest as well. I'll be performing, also uh, doing podcast interviews along with, I'll be um, making a special appearance at Lil Meech, uh, the one that's from BMF. I'll be making an appearance to that all black party too as well. That's what's up. Okay, literally there's no pressure. 
We appreciate you coming, and uh, we gonna see y'all next week, and we out. Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all for having me.